This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy, taking your how cold is it jokes all morning. Johnny Carson style, preferred. Also, Mike Scott has been updating you, as have some of our listeners, about power outages in the area. It's, I mean, wind chill right now, what, minus 42 degrees? It's a little nippy out. No, honestly, it takes, because I walked somebody's dog earlier this morning, and I walked outside, it literally took my breath away. And you have to have everything covered. That's why I have goggles. Because I don't want the corneas of my eyes to be destroyed. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's true. Yeah. This is scary. This is deadly, serious stuff out there. That's well, why if it's you a have state no, of emergency for Illinois, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. If you have no power, it's that's it's, a deadly emergency. If you're just a couple of candy asses in studio like us, and you go to your car, and then you go to the next one, you know, so, come on. Well, don't I make a big my car thing outside. About it. You, have heated, you have covered heated parking where you live, so... You're, we had about a 70-degree difference between our starts this morning. Well. No, it's all right. I mean, it's all right. Just put vegetable oil on your door so that you can open up your car door. It doesn't freeze, and you'll be all right. Nobody needs to do that except you. I did it. I mean, that's, I've never heard that before. Really? Nobody has ever heard that before. That's not, that's not true. I, Mike, I, Mike's I, heard about it. When I lived in he, northern Minnesota, they I, did that. Plus, we had a charger to heat our car. We had to pay 15 bucks a month. Now there and is plug that. our, he, our ha, have, car into the heater. Have you, uh, but have you heard about anybody doing that this century? Not vegetable oil. Yeah. But what? No. Baby yeah. oil, then? No, mineral oil or a silicone spray. Yeah. Silicone spray is the best. Yeah. Yeah, vegetable right. oil will still freeze on you, though. No, it hasn't frozen. Uh, okay, that's good. I'm glad. All right, you, you hosers from the Great White North, you take <laughs> up this uh, these home remedies some other time. Anyway, well, silicon spray is not a home remedy. If you have uh, any updates in your area, of course, uh, call in or text in yes, please. 312-642-5600, Turnkey Pro answer line six four six three six D A Turnkey Pro text line. Uh, let us know what's going on in your locale so we can spread the word in case. Uh, Others are in need of any assistance in this uh, bitter cold. Uh, but now we switch gears and uh, do what we're supposed to do, which is to talk a little bit about politics and policy. And we've got to say the union address coming up next week. Uh, the Democrats have slated uh, one of their losing candidates from 2018 to give the Democrat response. That should be interesting. Uh, but uh, even before that, you got Trump's pre-Super Bowl interview on Sunday. He's agreed to sit down with CBS uh, what is he going to say? Will he have a deal in place by then or by his February 5th State of the Union address? For more on this, we're pleased to be joined by our friend Ed Morrissey, senior editor for HotAir.com and columnist for the week. Ed, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Oh, good morning. I managed to thaw out enough to be on the phone today. It's great. Good. Did you use the silicone spray then or, or the, the uh, mineral oil? The silicone. Yeah. silicone spray is the way to go, man. That's All the right. way to go. There you go. Uh, so uh, we, we've seen some reports uh, on nearly three dozen House Democrats come, including Sherry Bustos here from Illinois, coming to uh, Nancy Pelosi saying, let's do a deal. We're not opposed to uh, funding for some sort of border barrier. Mark Warner, Democrat from Virginia on the Senate side, has essentially said the same, even though, of course, they're simultaneously critical of Trump. Uh, and uh, Republicans, uh, one report out yesterday, seem to have given Trump the green light to invoke emergency powers if there is no deal, begrudgingly so. So are we on the cusp of a deal? Does something get done on the Hill before February 5th? Well, you know, I think that there's there's certainly room here for it. I mean, the deal out there has been out there for at 
least a year, which is some sort of border wall funding for some sort of DACA extension or normalization. Uh, and, you know, the bigger you go on DACA, the bigger you got to go on the border wall. That's, that's a deal that could have been made a year ago when Chuck Schumer drove the shutdown. And, and it, it didn't get made because the courts sort of hit the brakes on considering whether DACA was constitutional or not and took the pressure off of, uh, of, of making, uh, getting a decision made. So with another shutdown looming, you've got to think that there's at least some room for that. But the shutdown was not popular. Uh, another shutdown will be less popular. And the emergency declaration is basically a way to the, – the practical result of an emergency declaration will be that the courts will have to uh, deal with it for probably several months, maybe into a couple of years, which means that the funding probably won't generate before the end of Donald Trump's first term. Well, do you know, I mean, there's already, what, 652 miles of a wall in place so far. So when you have people yep. like Nancy Pelosi coming, coming up and saying, oh, walls are immoral, is she not aware of the fact that there are barriers in place in certain cities? It's a great question, Amy. And, and when Democrats are pressed on that, because they have been on a couple of occasions, they say, well, if, if, the border, if the border walls are immoral, should we tear down the ones that we already have? And they'll say, oh, no, 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 we don't want to do that. The Border Patrol, the Customs and Border Protection uh, Department, are the ones that are asking for more barriers down there. And they're not looking for a 1,900-mile wall, but they have um, specific areas in mind that they need the barrier up in order to redirect human traffic into an area that they can patrol easier. And, and I think that, those, that that message is getting through. And Democrats started suggesting that they'd be willing to negotiate once the shutdown was over. They didn't want to negotiate in a shutdown. So they've got three weeks now to prove that that's what they're that, that they were serious about that that they were willing to negotiate if the government was reopened and so we'll see i do think that there's some room here maybe what you land on is half of the money you know rather than 5.7 billion it's somewhere closer to 3 billion or 2.5 billion uh, so that both sides can save a little face here uh, but i do think that there is a, at least some room here to get some of the border funding, border wall funding that Trump is looking for. The uh, Marxist du jour this week is Kamala Harris. Uh, <laughs> you know, handicapped the uh, Dem side of the race with uh, her formal entrance and her uh, getting some in-kind support from CNN uh, and the, uh, against the backdrop of the prospect of a Howard Schultz or a Bloomberg, one or both, running uh, as independents. Yeah, no, this is really interesting because what happened on Monday... Uh, when Kamala Harris declared that not only was she for Medicare for all, but for eliminating uh, private health insurance, is that most of the people in her party came out against that. Uh, CNN, in fact, has a story up this morning that rounds up reaction to that were Dianne Feinstein, Dick Durbin, um, uh, others, Gary Peters, um, are coming out and saying that's not what we're for. Uh, Tim Kaine, uh, they're talking about adding a Medicaid public option maybe to Obamacare or doing what they call Medicare for more, which is offering it as a buy-in for 55 and older and maybe some first responders. Uh, but they're not in favor of eliminating private insurers. So I think she climbed way out in a limb there and has sort of set the mark now for um, for the progressive left in this, um, in this race. And now everybody else can kind of run a little bit to her right and look more moderate and thoughtful. And that includes um, Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker, both of whom um, declined to endorse Kamala Harris's suggestion for Monday night. So I think she really put herself out on a limb. On the other hand, Kamala Harris is from California. She's the only one so far. Gavin Newsom might get in. 
But she's the only one from California. <laughs> California so. is a big ATM state for Democrats. Got a lot of money coming out of California. They California moved their state up in the primaries now, so it's the biggest state with the biggest uh, delegate selection that's going to go early in the primary election, and that is going to benefit Harris if no other Californian is in the race. So you can't discount her, but I think she might have shot herself a little bit in the foot on Monday. And then also we learned this morning that the uh, mayor of Los Angeles is not going to be running. And I don't, I don't, Garcetti. Garcetti. And Garcetti. And he's not going to be yeah. running for president. But how soon do you think Biden or Clinton decide to make their big announcements? Well, there's another thing about uh, Hillary Clinton mentioned uh, earlier this week, too, that she was still considering it. The Hill has a really interesting post up this morning. I'm just reading through it, actually, uh, where several Democrats go on record basically saying it's a bad idea and she shouldn't do it. And and I think that that's a, a really strong message back to her that the, the party is no longer going to be the Clinton's party. And, and so I, I don't know that Hillary Clinton's really going to get into it. Joe Biden, I think he's going to have to make a decision pretty quick. I mean, it's starting to fill up here, and he would make a big splash if he got in, but he's got to get in at some point early enough to where um, – donors and organizers will um, rally to his banner rather than get jobs someplace else. One of the uh, big issues that Democrat socialists are taking up is uh, more redundant gun control legislation or uh, vestigial gun control measures. Uh, Kamala Harris took on the issue uh, in the sentimental fashion the left does on the CNN town hall. But uh, this is against the backdrop of this report issued yesterday by law enforcement. basically concluding they have no idea why the Las Vegas shooter did what he did. And so is, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that interesting, the limits of our understanding of the, our ability to control uh, the human condition or to correct uh, dysfunction in the human condition, and yet what is the left's argument? By banning assault weapons as we define them, we're going to stop the next Vegas shooter. Can you stop something uh, if you don't know why it happened in the first place? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And um, it, I find it very puzzling that somebody would go to all that trouble and not really ex- and not really leave any indications as to uh, all that evil that he, he did. And, and, and there was a ton of preparation that he put into this. And without any idea as to what the purpose of this was, I mean, it really is just, it's just evil. He was just evil. And I don't know that that's something that you can deal with in, uh, in terms of like, prevention. Uh, the, he didn't break any laws coming up to that point. He, he bought his weapons legally, and he went through the background checks that people are insisting that will prevent you know, crime in the future. And I'm, I'm, I'm for background checks, but it's, it doesn't stop things like this. And most of the things, most of these uh, incidents that you hear about are incidents where either the weapons were stolen or the person passed you know, legitimately passed a background check. Background checks don't stop this type of stuff. What stops this type of stuff is, frankly, better mental health screening and better mental health um, uh, service availability. And, and even then, the person has to seek the help. It's this is just part of the human condition. And and I think that part oh, of Ed. the reason. Oh, Ed, you, you're. You're you're continuing to cling to this antiquated Christian notion <laughs> that evil exists in the world. Oh, come on. Are you calling me a bitter clinger? <laughs> <laughs> Ed Morrissey, senior editor for HotAir.com, columnist for the week. Ed, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.
much. Take care. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. The more you listen, the more you listen, the more you'll know. This is Chicago's morning answer. Morning answer on AM 560. The 